Is anybody happy for the name of the Lord today? Amen. Hallelujah. <coughs> the name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous runneth into it and are safe. Hallelujah. It's good to be here today. Uh, looking out over everybody, appreciate you being here in the house of the Lord. We miss those that are out due to sickness, and uh, Brother um, just mentioned one, um, um, particularly Brother Bobby's got strep throat, and um, um, Sister Linda told me the doctor said he was highly contagious, and she said she was beginning to get a scratch on herself, so we need to be praying for her that she don't catch it. But um, a lot of things going around, people dealing with all kind of allergies of all kinds, and uh, you can probably tell by my voice, I'm still dealing with it. I mean, I took up a cough, bad coughing spell Wednesday night while I was teaching. But um, but God is good, amen? All the time, God is good. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. But uh, we're going to get in, into our service today and um, make a few uh, announcements. This is the first Sunday of October. Wow, what happened in September? Hmm. Uh, I mean, it seemed like I blinked my eye and it was gone. Uh, just everything's going faster and faster. But this is the first Sunday of, of October, and uh, this is our what? Missions every day. Hallelujah. So we're going to be um, recognizing take up an offering for them today, a little bit later on, and um, we want to do more than just send them money, we want to pray for them, they stand in the need of prayer, hallelujah, and so um, we will be uh, doing that as well, um, we want to wish a happy birthday to um, Sister Wanda Turner, got one coming up. On Friday, on Friday, Sister Lisa Glover, she's not here, maybe she's watching, she's got one on Friday as well. Not, I'm, I'm reading wrong. Sister Wanda and Sister Lisa's on Tuesday, and Sister Mildred has got one on Friday. Yeah. Stick with me long enough, I'll get it right. 95. Wow. Think about that. The, uh, the oldest charter member of our assembly. She's 95 year old and uh, still strong. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen for that. And um, be up this Friday. Um, also, this Wednesday will be the first Wednesday. Um, of the month, and that means it is our prayer time, corporate prayer, 7 p.m., uh, and um, very, very important, and while I'm talking about prayer, uh, we um, uh, asked for people, uh, I think it was this past Wednesday night, we wanted people to take some time uh, before service to pray, pre-service prayer feel like it's very and vital important and it will help our services, help the move of God. And um, so 
please get that into your uh, subconscious to think about it. Uh, we're we're going to try to have the prayer doors open up there on Sunday morning at 9.30 with some chairs sitting in there where you can sit or kneel or just walk around. And I want to I thank everybody uh, that uh, met with me this morning there and we had a time of prayer and we got the Spirit of God was moving, amen. So I'm excited about this and I want to see this grow and it will definitely make uh, a, uh, a difference, I feel like, in our service. Last Sunday was a powerful service, amen. Now, I didn't get a chance to preach last Sunday because of the move of the Holy Ghost and uh, it was just tremendous. Um Please don't forget to bring in your um, uh, candy. Put it in the container back there for the truck or treat we're going to be having uh, on the 28th. Uh, and um, this is going to be an, an outreach, and we're expecting to have a lot of kids coming through, and we need people to get involved in this. And uh, you need to start bringing in that candy right now. Um, well, most of the time, try to hide this from me, but it's out in the open. The month of October is also uh, Pastor Appreciation Month. Um, a lot of churches recognize that uh, in the month of October, and it looks like here in your bulletin, Pastor Appreciation Sunday on the 22nd with the fellowship dinner uh, the follow. That means I get cake. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm? Bologna sandwiches. Well, if it's fried up, I mean, that's no better eating for an old country boy. Amen. Mm, hallelujah. Amen. I believe that's. Um, uh, oh, and coming up on the 18th, I just saw this on the um, um, calendar. On the 18th on Wednesday night, we're going to have, uh, have an eating meeting. And we're going to have um, uh, supper served from 6 to 6.45. And then we'll come into um, uh, our service at 7 o'clock. And um, we are uh, planning in the plan preparation for that right now. That's going to be on the 18th, so don't forget that. Praise the Lord. I want to carry your minds to Colossians today. Uh, for our devotional scripture, the third chapter, and I'm going to read from verses 12 down through 17. And this is what it reads like. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved. Church, please realize who you are in Christ. Don't let the devil pull the wool over your eye. Amen. And we all need to understand and know who we are in Christ Jesus. And Paul, Paul told the church in Colossae, he said, as the elect of God. The world don't understand you. The world don't understand you as being sons and daughters of God. Amen. Hallelujah. They can't see that. They can't differentiate that. But don't never forget that you are God's elect. You are God's elect. 
And so Paul said, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another. Amen. Sister Darlene's had to bear with me for 51 years. <laughs> but it's a, it's a vice versa situation. Hmm? Come on, hallelujah. Amen. Brother Scott, you got to put up with me and I got to put up with you. That's what bearing with one another means. Hallelujah. <coughs> we all got them family members in the natural family. There's a whole lot of holidays coming up. I'm going to have to see so and so again. And then we all got them certain ones. There. And even in the family of God, there might be some that um, we, we know we've got to love, but they're difficult to like. Hmm? Oh, me, hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> hallelujah. So that's why Paul said you got to bear with one another. Amen. you got to put up with some of my stuff, and I'm supposed to do the same with you. Amen. That's what the word, I mean, this just is plain as it can be. Bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, now this is talking about in the body of God, the elect of God. Even as Christ forgave you, so you should, you also must do. Amen. You're supposed to forgive somebody whether they ask for forgiveness or not. Did you know that? And that's not, that's not for their sake, that's for your sake. That's for your sake. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's continue. But above all these things, put on love. That's the key, folks, which is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, and all us Pentecostal folks can quote this scripture, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So what we're going to do right now, as we know, we are the elect of God. We're members one of another. We're going to begin to admonish one another, lift up the name of Jesus in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. And when we do that, the Spirit of God will move and every need that's here today can get met. If you believe that, give them a hand clap of praise while they come down.
Come on, the victory's coming.
I don't see my healing. I don't see my miracle. I will praise you. I'm still going to praise you. For the victory.
the thought just crossed my mind as we were doing that last worship song about how many men have laid down their life for freedom in this nation. From the get-go, what they was willing to do, what they was willing to give up for the sake of freedom and then and have the, the freedom of the country and the nation. But then the ultimate is the man who hung on a cross for your freedom, for my freedom. Because we were all bound in chains, spiritual chains of darkness. <laughs> but Jesus, think about this. Jesus gave up the throne of heaven. Amen. Took off his heavenly robe, put on a robe in the likeness of sinful flesh, stepped down. All because of freedom. And all we have to do today is walk in that freedom. That's all we've got to do is walk in that freedom. Do not let the devil put any kind of chains on you. Just, just tell him, Jesus took care of that at Calvary. Amen? He took a... Oh, if you believe that, give him one more hand clap of praise. Glory, 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 hallelujah. We're going to worship God in giving right now. And uh, whatever how that you choose that you would like to give, you can go out to the kiosk on the desk out there. Those of you watching online can go to ChristFamilyChurchNashville.org. Give that way and then... I have found since we got the app up going, that has been uh, the easiest and simplest way for me to give. That's how I normally do it. Amen. And so, whatever uh, how you choose to do, and God will definitely bless you for your giving. Let's bow our heads. Thank God for the offering. Father, we come to you today because we thank you because you have been so good to us. You've been good to this church financially. You've supplied our needs, taken care of every situation. And now, Lord, I'm asking God you bless us often, bless the gift and the giver. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the church say, and God bless you as you give today.
Margin, Brother Cal, I mean to get you all um, chorus here, but I'd like for you all to do a song here just in a second. Uh, brother Wayne, would you stand and give us a testimony today, brother? Praise the Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You ready, Sister Margie?
for the cross today. Amen. Thank God for the cross. That, I just, in my mind, went back many, many years ago uh, when we were on the evangelistic field traveling. We, um, it's a church we went to a lot up in Lebanon, Indiana, about 40 miles north of Indianapolis. Pastor's name there was Brother Jenkins. Precious man of God. Uh, and um, I remember that he and 
I think it was one of his sons. They played the horns, and they played that song uh, during the revival. I was having one one time at the cross, and I was just I was thinking about it in his church. Let me tell you, if you if you do not believe in miracles, there was a young man in his church who was mute, who couldn't talk. And when he came into that church and was baptized, Brother Jenkins baptized him, while he was down at the altar, when God filled him with the Holy Ghost, he began to speak in tongues. Began to speak in tongues. He couldn't talk, and he still, after any language afterward, he could speak. But when the Holy Ghost come upon him, he uttered the most beautiful sound. And somebody said, well, why didn't just God let him speak all the time? Well, you just think about the testimony that he had. Everybody he come in contact with in the world knows the man couldn't speak. But yet when the Holy Ghost got a hold of him, he would begin to speak in his language. Oh, oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. See, folks. I know there's a lot of things that we have to endure in life that maybe we don't understand fully. But you know what? As a child of God, I accepted a long time ago, God, whatever I go through, I want it to be for your glory. Hallelujah. He suffered for me. Why shouldn't I be willing to suffer for him? Oh, my Lord. I feel the power of the Spirit right now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God's good. And all the time, amen. Let's all stand. We're going to greet one another in Jesus' name and dismiss for Children's Church. Well, it feels so good just being here again. It feels so good than what I feel again. There's just nothing
praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everyone. Let's give the Lord a hand and clap of praise as we make our way back to our seats. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God is good. And all the time. Amen, amen. It's great to see everyone in the house of the Lord this afternoon. Those watching by means of the live stream, so thankful for you to tune in today. I know that the Lord will richly bless you, hallelujah, for tuning in today. It's just great to give praise and honor and glory to the mighty name of Jesus. There's no name greater than the name of Jesus, hallelujah. No name greater than the name of Jesus. Whatever you need, you call upon that name because it was his blood that was shed on Calvary for every situation. It went from salvation to healing to stress to depression. It's the blood that he shed on Calvary. It takes care of it all. Hallelujah. And our, our little finite minds just really cannot comprehend the power in his name and his blood. We just, you know, but he's the son of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. God is good. All the time? All right. Well, I want to go ahead and be honest with everybody. It's a recycled message today. It's recycled. I'm pulling out. Michelle had did a devotion some time back, and uh, thank you, brother. You uh, used uh, some of this, and so... Um, I'm going to do like what the brother did last night. Brother David last night said, if you like the message, thank you, thank his wife. So if you like today's message, thank Michelle. It's recycled from her devotion. And I also want to give credit to, a, she had recently got a book of devotion. Um, the Phil Wickham, the Christian singer, had put out a devotion book. And the Lord gave me a scripture, that I'm on, it's the text that I had a week ago, and then I happened to see at the house, her book was laying there. And so I'm going to pick that up and just kind of go through it. And I saw... Something in there that uh, sparked my interest and gave me a little bit more inspiration for uh, the message today. And so I want to give, uh, uh, just notice the credit to, uh, for that devotion book that Phil Wickham did because he's a, uh, he definitely seeks the Lord uh, in his songwriting. He's a great songwriter. But he did his devotion book, and so uh, I'm just teasing, but I just thought I'd tell you that. It just recycled, but... We're going to go this morning to the book of Joshua. Praise the name of the Lord. We will begin reading in, in chapter 5. We're going to read 13 through 15 of Joshua. And then we will go to chapter 6 and read 17 through 20. So we're going to split it up. Joshua chapter 5, begin reading at verse 13. And then we'll go to chapter 6 to finish up our opening text. Praise the name of the Lord. Reads like this. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho 
that he lifted his eyes and looked. And behold, a man stood opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or for our adversaries? So he said, No, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and worshipped, and said to him, What does my Lord say to his servant? Then the commander of the Lord's army said to Joshua, Take your sandal off your foot, for the place where you stand is holy. And Joshua did so. Now over to chapter 6, beginning at verse 17. Now the city shall be doomed by the Lord to destruction, it and all who are in it. Only Rahab the harlot shall live, she and all who are with her in the house, because she hid the messengers that we sent. And you by all means abstain from the accursed things, lest you become accursed when you take of the accursed things and make the camp of Israel a curse and trouble it. But all the silver and gold and vessels of bronze and iron are consecrated to the Lord. They shall come into the treasury of the Lord. Verse 20 said, So the people shouted when the priests blew the trumpets, and it happened when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat. Then the people went into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Thank you for your word, Father. We thank you for your presence in this house this afternoon. And now, Father, use me as you see fit. Let your word go forth. Let us receive it and retain it, Lord. And let us apply it to our lives, Heavenly Father, so we can grow stronger in you this day and hour. Hallelujah. I thank and praise you for all things. In the mighty name of Jesus, let everyone say, Amen. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated. So we recognize these verses that we read here in Joshua. I want to read you just a couple uh, brief things about the city of Jericho. Located near the Jordan River, just north of the Dead Sea, Jericho is the site of one of the oldest continually inhabited cities in the world. Situated 17 miles northeast of Jerusalem, Jericho has actually been positioned at three different sites within a few miles of one another. Throughout its long history, the city has apparently changed location after sieges, earthquakes, or other catastrophes. Present-day Jericho is a small village on the main highway from Jerusalem to Amman, Jordan, known as the City of Palms because of the trees that grow in its oasis location. Jericho, at 800 feet below sea level, sits lower than any other city on earth. Its position at the bottom of a deep gorge contributes to its hot tropical climate. Old Testament Jericho was the first city captured by Joshua in his invasion of Canaan during the 13th century B.C. Under orders from the Lord, the Israelites marched around the massive walls of the fortified city for six days. On the seventh day, the priests blew their trumpets and all the warriors let out a loud shout. The walls came tumbling down, leaving the city exposed to invaders. So we see here in Joshua, and I feel, I know the Lord has given this word today, the worship songs that we have sang earlier 
uh, about victory and about uh, where the Spirit of the Lord is. There is freedom. There is liberty. If you are one this afternoon that feels like you are going through something, going through a situation, and maybe you don't see the victory, this word is for you today. Reach out and receive it and pull it in. Hallelujah. Meditate upon it. Hallelujah. It is for someone today, I know. Hallelujah. I feel that in my spirit so much so. And we want to begin with as we began reading in chapter 5. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted his eyes and looked, and behold, a man stood opposite of him with a sword drawn in his hand. Imagine, imagine and picture, if you can, Joshua, they now cross the Jordan River, and they, they, he's standing there. He sees the city of Jericho. He sees the wall. He sees what the Lord has promised, that, he, that they are going to capture that city. It is their promised land. He sees that, but it's a battle to be had. There's a battle that's got to take place. Maybe he's thinking, I, you know, how, how is this going to happen? How is this going to be possible? It was shut in. It was closed. The, the, peop, uh, uh, the people there, by the word of uh, the harlot Rahab that was there, said that their hearts had failed them because they knew what the Lord had done for them and they come out of Egypt and they come across. They knew for 40 years in the wilderness, their hearts had failed them. When they finally come across that Jericho, they knew that something was about to happen, but they had fortified the city as much as possible. They had shut it in. And here is Joshua praying and seeking God, no doubt. Praying and seeking the Lord, trying to figure out how is this, how are we going to take this city? How is it going to become a, it's promised, I know, but how is it going to be ours? And maybe you find yourself in that situation today. Maybe there is a there is, has some walls that's been put up around you. Maybe you put them up yourself, or maybe it's been something else transpired and happened. But nevertheless, you've got walls around you today. And you're looking and, and you're seeing the walls. You're seeing the fortification of it. You're seeing how great that that is. And you do not understand where this miracle is coming from. You don't really fully see. Hallelujah. Your eyes cannot see the victory yet, but it's there. The victory is there, just like it was in Joshua's time when the walls of Jericho come down. The victory is there. Because the Word says the man stood opposite of him with his sword drawn in his hand. When he looked, the sword was drawn in his hand. The Lord was already there. Before the battle, before the situation showed itself, the Lord is there. The Lord is there right now in your life, in the situation that you are in. He is already there. He has got, he has got the battle sword drawn and ready to fight, ready to fight for you. Hallelujah. The battle is already won. We may not see the victory right away. We may not understand where it's coming from right away, but it is there. Hallelujah, it is there. What Joshua had to do and what he did do was realize that a commander of the army of the Lord was there, which I believe is a type and shadow of Jesus Christ that was there. The commander of the Lord said to him, take off the sandals of your feet for you're standing on holy ground. And I believe Joshua either, if he didn't think about it then, I believe it crossed his mind when Moses 
told him and he knew that when, when Moses went to the burning bush and, and God was in that bush that did not burn, was not consumed with fire, said, remove your sandals from your feet for the place you are standing is holy ground. Joshua got the same confirmation as Moses did. He knew right away that was God telling him, hallelujah, remove the sandals from your feet. And that was a submission for Joshua. That was a submission for him to recognize that the holiness of God was right there. The presence of the Lord was already there. Hallelujah. The presence of the Lord was there for him. Hallelujah. The Lord is already in your circumstance. He's already in your situation. He's already there. And for us today, for us today that's on, I'll say it as on the other side of the cross, Jesus has already won the victory of the cross in our bodies at the temple of the Lord, the presence of the Lord, those who have received His Holy Spirit within them. Hallelujah. The presence of the Lord is within our bodies. This, this is a temple of the Lord. And I ask us today, do we honor that presence as holy? Do we honor the presence of the Lord? Do we show reverence and respect to the Lord, because His presence that is within us. Hallelujah. He is holy. Just like Joshua removed his sandals, they bowed down and he worshiped. The presence of the Lord was there. The presence of the Lord was, is within us. But how are we showing Him reverence? How, how are we still operating with that Holy Spirit within us? How is our language? How is our speech? How is our attitude toward other people? How is our love? That presence of the Lord that was that is within us, Hallelujah! And it just dawned on me. I don't think I mentioned the title at all, which I thought was important at the time. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and tell you. You see there, the battle belongs to, and I left a blank. And I'm sure you're probably questioning. Normally, I'd probably just go on, but I'm going to tell you because the blanks there. <laughs> But uh, the battle belongs to, and there's a blank. And a lot of times we just automatically jump to, it belongs to the Lord. But I, want, I don't want you to just jump to that quickly. I really want you to take notice of that and think about it, especially as we go through the message today, and fill in that blank. Because the blank could be, the battle belongs to me. A lot of times, as Christians... We do go through situations and we think, well, I've got this or I know how to handle this. I know, I know how, what to do. And so we'll put ourselves, we don't say it that way, but that's what we do. We, we don't say it that way, we don't act that way, but that are, are, well, we do act that way in our actions. Our actions will speak louder than words, right? So the actions and how we, how we are will determine who the battle belongs to or who we feel like the battle belongs to. The battle belongs to who? And I submit to you today, beware of what name you put in that blank. And if you take stock of your relationship with Christ Jesus and you put and you have put your maybe you have put your name in there in the past. But remember what happened to Lucifer when he was in heaven. Pride of self. Set himself up. He thought the battle belonged to him. He, he had pride of self and he boasted in himself and Jesus said he saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. That's what happened to him. we got to be careful about pride of ourselves when we begin to put our name into the situation. When we begin to think, well, I can handle this or I will make this happen. 
the batter belongs to blank, and don't fill it in, and just think about that. Hey, and th think back in different situations in your life that you have had transpired. Have you ever put yourself in place of where God should be in? And remember, he though all all born again Christians, His presence and Spirit is right here within us. Hallelujah. That should, be, that should be a convicting spirit within us, letting us know right from wrong, directing us, guiding us. But how many times do we let the flesh overcome what the spirit wants to do? We need to think about that. We need to, we need to ponder on those things. But, so Joshua, with submission, understood that it wasn't his power or his might or his strength that was going to win that battle at Jericho, but it was the power of God. And when we submit to God, the power of God moves and works in our lives when we submit to Him. When we submit to Him, He moves and works in our lives. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I want to give you an example of this, what I'm talking about in 1 Kings chapter 17. And begin reading at verse 8. First Kings 17 and 8. And this is uh, about Elisha. He had uh, already been fed and taken care of by the ravens and had water there and there began to be a drought which led to famine in the land. And God tells him to move on. And so beginning reading verse 8 of chapter 17 of First Kings. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, Arise, go to Zarphath which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he arose and went to Zarphath. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. Now remember, this is a drought going on. And it begins to be famine lit. If you don't have water, you're not going to have crops. Things aren't going to be going. It's about to get real bad real quick. Verse 11 goes on to say, And as she was going to get it, he called her and said, Please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. So she said, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. And see, I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said to her, Do not fear. Go and do as you have said, but make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me, and afterward make some of yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, The bin of flour shall not be used up, nor the shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 15 says, So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah. And she and her household ate for many days. She only had a little bin. But the bin, verse 16 said, The bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry according to the word of the Lord which he spoke by Elijah. She was submissive to what Elijah had said because that was a word coming from the Lord. Submissive to him. And because of that submission and honoring what Elijah had said, the power of God began to move. And what was just a little bit in a jar wound up lasting 
for a whole lot longer than it should have. Hallelujah. Because of that submission. The power of God will work in your life when you submit fully to Him. Hallelujah. It surely will. It will when you submit fully to Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it's more than a submission. It's obedience. It's obedience. Hallelujah. Submission is different than obedience. Submission is the act of yielding to a superior force or authority. It involves willingly giving up control or power to someone else. Obedience, on the other hand, is the act of following instruction or orders from someone in authority without question or resistance. Just wanted to give you that. That's the difference between the two. And so we find in Joshua chapter 6, going back to our opening text, Joshua 6, picking up verse 3, You shall march around the city, all you men of war, you shall go all around the city once. This you shall do six days. And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. But the seventh day, the seventh day, you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. It shall come to pass when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, that all the people shall shout with a great shout, then the wall of the city will fall down flat, and the people shall go up, every man straight before him. There's an example of obedience, doing exactly how it was instructed of him to do. He was submissive and he was obedient to the word of the Lord. They told him exactly how to do it. It takes more than just being submissive. It takes obedience to how it's done. There is a plan, there's a correct process in the will of God. It's not just willy-nilly. It's not just what floats your boat. It's about being obedient. Hallelujah to what God wants. It's about obedience. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Heavenly Father. Many people are submissive to Jesus Christ. They recognize His authority. They may even give up some control, but they are not obedient to His Word. We want that. It's like it's mentioned quite a lot. We treat the Bible as a la carte. I like this, I'll do that. That's easy to do. Yes, Jesus, I'm with you 100%. Oh, my word. Really, Lord? Maybe we'll go back to that another time, you know. It's a la carte. Pick what you want. Pick what you want in there. You know, that's what King Saul did as the first king. He did not obey correctly. He was submissive. He, he trusted in God. He was submissive to God's authority, but he didn't obey. God told him not spare to King Agog to destroy everybody, man, woman, child, oxen, sheep, destroy it all. But he did not do that. They held some aside. They kept some back from themselves. And he said, well, you know, some of the folks wanted to do that to sacrifice to the Lord. And then it come back to him and was said, to have obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience. Sacrifice is important. It has its place. In order, done properly. If you're going to do it, do it right. But obedience is the key to it. 
Obedience is a key. When Elijah went to Mount Carmel and he set up the altar, which we know the story that fire come down from heaven because why? He was obedient to God. The altar was set up in order the way God wanted it to be done. And God showed His power and strength through that because of obedience being done. Hallelujah. If we don't do things according to the will of God, to the way they should be done, when we get disobedient to the Word of God, we're, we're, not, we're not walking step in step with Him. We're being more submissive than we are obedient. And we go back to the battle belongs to blank. Who does the battle belong to if we're not being obedient to Jesus Christ? It belongs to us. It belongs to us. We are claiming responsibility for it if we're not being obedient. We need to be obedient in this day and hour in which we live in to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. We need that not only submission, but obedience. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go to Mark chapter 16. Mark 16, and I'll pick up reading in verse 15. And being obedient to Jesus Christ means following His Word, following His foundation that's set forth in our life. And it begins with believing in Him, being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. The plan of salvation is written out plainly. Repent, be baptized. In the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And it goes through a whole lot more than that. Do not, and when you become a Christian, you do not let filthy language come out of your mouth. Be holy as He is holy. He is holy. The presence of the Lord, if it's dwelling within us, there's some things that we need to change within our lives to be obedient to the Word of God. There's some things that we need to change. Hallelujah. Verse 15 reads, And he said to them, in the words of Jesus, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Jesus said, He who believes and is baptized will be saved. That is a promise of Jesus. Then you believe on Him that you will be saved when you're baptized. But he does not believe will be condemned. I'm not, I'm not uh, very smart at all. I'm not completely educated. But I know what being saved or condemned is. <laughs> I do not want to be condemned whatsoever. I want, to, I want to be saved. I want to know that I'm saved. I want to work out my salvation in Christ Jesus. And if that means I've got to come in a line with the obedience of Christ, then that's what I want to do. Hallelujah. I want to do that today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He goes on to say, These signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink any de anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. And I, can't, I have to always have to mention this right here. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. Don't tempt the Lord. <laughs> Don't just purposely start manhandling snakes and, you know, and having a big copperhead or one of the deadliest snakes that's in Africa playing with it, you know. If you play with a rattlesnake, you're going to get bit. 
Now, sure, you can be saved and healed like Paul was and not be bothered by it, but that's the will of God. He didn't play with that snake that come out of that, that fire and bit him, that viper that come out. He wasn't playing with it. He was trying to put a stick on the fire. There's a difference there when you just, you know, accidentally something happens and then you just start playing around with stuff you shouldn't be playing around with. You know, drinking anything poorly, trying to test God. Hallelujah. Don't do that. Hallelujah. And I have one more scripture about with obedience to give you, and I don't remember if I gave them, so if I didn't, this is on the fly. John 14, the Lord uh, give it to me. John 14, beginning at 15. John 14, beginning at 15. Jesus said, If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me, keep my commandments. The battle belongs to who? If you love me, keep my commandments. If you love Jesus Christ today and you truly are thankful for what He went through on the cross, then you'll keep His commandments. I ask each and every one of us, myself included, did I take the 39 stripes? Did, was I spat in the face? Was I smacked and kicked and mocked? Did they put a spear in my side? He did it. And he, it was not for, it, that wasn't him. He took on all of that sin. He was a just man. He was a just man. He took on all of that, all of the wrong, the world, the world's sin. He took on. He took on that punishment. He took on that ridicule for you and me. Hallelujah. And he simply says, if you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever forever he will buy with you the word says verse 17 the spirit of truth the spirit of truth and i always have to point this out if if we know the spirit of truth is real there's also false spirit out there there's lies there's deception out there and it's going around more rampant nowadays than any other time because the lord is soon to return the lord is soon to return so there, there, there's false prophets out there. There's false teachings out there. There's a lot of churches around this nation that is doing the a la carte Bible. They're putting in and twisting everything they want to just so they can feel like, yeah, Jesus loves me and I'm going to heaven. But it, you're only going to heaven if you follow the word according to how it is written. Hallelujah. Not about how you change and twist and take stuff out and put stuff in. Hallelujah. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. I'm so thankful for that promise today, and it's fulfilled. Hallelujah. It is fulfilled that he dwells within me. Hallelujah. He has not left me. He has not forsaken me. Because He has not forsaken me, I can say the battle belongs to the Lord. The battle belongs to Him. I may not see the way out, the way around. I might see the fortification of it. I may not fully understand it, but because I love Him and I'm going to be obedient to Him, I'm going to be submissive to Him, I'm going to honor Him and praise Him through that situation, then all of a sudden, the door is going to open. The way is going to be made today. Hallelujah. Through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah.
Praise the name of the Lord. Let's stand this afternoon. Hallelujah, hallelujah. They are going to play the Phil Wickham song in just a second. They're going to put that on of uh, some of the inspiration here. The Battle Belongs is the name of the song. And, of course, if you want to come and spend time in prayer with the Lord, if you need prayer for anything, we're uh, here to pray with you. But give a few moments to listen to the words of this song. And uh, Michelle, I believe, had played this one when she did that devotional one time as well. But listen to the words of this song before, before you come for prayer or anything. But really, really and truly take stock in who the battle truly belongs to. And where do we fall? Are we being more than submissive? Are we being obedient to the Word of God, to what He wants us to do in our lives? The time is drawing too near and too close to not follow His Word completely. The foundation of where we begin is repentance and being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. That is, that is our foundation, and it works from there. The Spirit of truth will guide us. It will direct us into what is false. When you see things on the news, when you see things on social media, when you hear of things transpiring around the world, you'll know... Provided you're seeking the Lord rightly, He's going to direct you into the what's true and what's false. We all, all of these different, uh, what do they call it? Um, well, I can't think of what they call it um, on social media. Fake news, yeah, fake news stuff. All of that fake, and everybody's wondering, well, what's this true? That true? And a lot of times, I've, I've all there was a, a man on the radio all the time used to say that it's not what they tell you, it's what they don't tell you. Well, I'm here to tell you that Jesus Christ will fill in that blank of what they don't tell you. You'll know through His Spirit what's real and what's not real, what's true. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. But they're going to play that song right now. Listen to the words of it. And we are here to pray with anyone that needs prayer. Go ahead and play that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen to the words today.
Are you giving it to God or are you trying to do it yourself? I just seen something a few minutes ago in my spirit as we was listening to that. And I got to give this opportunity before we dismiss our service today. But I just I just seen God working a miracle on behalf of somebody walking up here with your hands like this and you're holding whatever it is that you're battling. Maybe be it may be a sickness, it may be an infirmity, it may be a backslidden child, it may be uh, financial problems. It could anything, any 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 kind of battle. And I can see the Lord if you just walk up here with your hands like this. And when you get here, just drop it and say, Lord, I'm giving it to you. Just drop it and just walk up, walk away and say, Lord, it's there. Amen. I'm not taking it back with me. This is yours. This is yours. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Come on. Let's just let the Holy Ghost have its way right now. Hallelujah, whatever that battle you've been battling, whatever that struggle you've been struggling with, hallelujah, it belongs to him. Hallelujah, Lord, you can do a much better job than I can. Hallelujah, I can't, I, I can't go through it, Lord. I have tried, I can't do it. Right now, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, right now, Lord, oh, now, I see in the Holy Ghost, God is doing some miracles right now in this house. 
I claim it right now. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, right now, Lord, you're taking these battles, Lord. You take them, God. There's a release. There's a release. There's a release. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. In your mighty name, in your mighty name, in your mighty name. Father God, we have heard this word. We have heard what your word says, Lord. And now, Lord, we're giving this to you, Lord. We have been, we have been doing this, Lord. We have been, we've been doing the marching. We've been doing the marching, God. Hallelujah. Around the city. But right now, Lord, I'm going to begin to shout and praise you because it's going to be you that's going to take those walls down right now. Right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Just just believe it. Receive it. Oh, hallelujah. I know we're going to hear some great reports and testimonies. Because I just seen that in my spirit. If we just take it and we just lay it right there, that's what he wants us to do. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Father God, as we come today, we thank you for this word. Thank you, God, what your word has told us today. And from this day on, Lord, we're not going to step in your battle because it's not ours, it's yours. And we trust you and believe you. I speak blessing, I speak healing, I speak health on each and every one. Keep watch over each and every one until it's time to meet again in Jesus Christ's holy name. Let the church say, God bless you, we love you in the Lord. We will see you Wednesday night for prayer time.